When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're getting to get a little bit better of a picture of the Penn State defense through four weeks of spring football. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr, here on the BWI Daily Edition. That's what we're going to do. We're going to try and uh, listen for some clues about what you can expect next fall from new defense coordinator Manny Diaz. We'll hear from him and head coach James Franklin, along with some players to hear how it's going on the individual level learning the new defense from linebacker Curtis Jacobs. So that's all coming up on today's daily. Most importantly, the thing we got to start with, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the video. The video, first off, it makes me feel like, uh, you know, people like me and I have a, a dopamine addiction that I need to continue to feed. So like the video, always appreciated. But really what it does, joking aside, is it helps other people know that this is a quality content item and they're going to want to watch it as well, which is what subscribing does too. Like lets people know, hey, this is a good channel. People are interested. And uh, my ultimate goal, other than world domination, is to help advance the conversation on football but also Penn State football and have a really smart conversation about the game. All that stuff aside, the other thing you need to know, and if you really want all the information, is bluewhiteillustrated.com. Sign up for just $1. You get 12 months of access to BWI. That is the best deal you're going to get. Uh, you, you can't, you cannot get a deal on anything like that right now because the minute you try and pay for something, it goes up and it's more expensive the next day. Right now, sign up for a dollar, you get a 12 months of access, and that does not change for the first year. So sign up. Don't miss out. It's the only thing you get a deal on anymore. Trust me, I'm trying to buy a house. There is no such thing as getting a deal on anything. So let's get into the conversation today about Penn State football and uh, what we're going to see next fall from the defense. We'll start at the beginning where James Franklin, during National Signing Day, talked about how similar... Manny Diaz and Brent Pry are in their approach to defense because they grew up in the same system under the same coaches and have a lot of cross-pollination similarities growing from the same tree, other sort of woodsy analogies, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that there aren't differences, and Penn State is installing a new defense this spring, which James Franklin says is going to be a challenge mentally for players. You know, um... You know, obviously there there are some changes and, and with that there's some there's some growing pains and guys not playing as fast as they normally do because they're thinking a little bit more with some of the adjustments that have been made. Um, but overall good. You know, obviously he's got tremendous experience um, both as a head coach and as a defensive coordinator. Uh, but I've been I've been really impressed with him and um, I think he's been really good with the staff and, and with the guys as well. So um, I think he's got some wrinkles that I think will be really good for us. Um, some subtle adjustments that, that I'm excited about, but but good so far, but there's still a lot of work to be done. I'll have a better feel probably with him being year one and where we're at probably about two weeks into training camp. Um, this, this spring will be really important to lay a foundation, build on it all summer, do a great job with voiceovers and things like that. 
and then and then hopefully be able to come into camp in the first two weeks and, and really be flying around and truly competing. So what does that mean though? Because there are that's a lot of stuff, right? So specifically, what are the differences? What are the problems? What are the mental challenges of two defenses that are similar, but are not the same? So James Franklin gave uh, some specifics and some examples of what that could mean. A little bit. Uh, it's a little bit of, of term terminology, and it's a little bit of, of philosophy um, and just how we want our linebackers to play, how we're going to fit up pullers, um, you know, things like that that are just a little bit different when you got a guy like Nick Tarburton has been playing away a certain way how he takes on pullers and now we're doing a little bit different um, or where it's Brent and how they fitted runs it's a little bit different for the linebackers and when you've been doing something for two three years some of the guys like Sutherland Sutherland's been here nine years at Penn State so <laughs> it's, a, it's a fairly good adjustment for him it's a pretty good line that, that, that's not, that's not a bad one uh, so he gave some good examples then of what that means right of run defense maybe in coverage another one here is instead of playing cover three maybe you believe in playing a variant of cover three where you've got a guy in the slot carrying somebody down the field in man coverage so it's a little bit as James Franklin might call a wrinkle there maybe it's a zone pressure that they haven't seen before or something like that but there are differences between the two where structurally they're playing a four down front with two linebackers Penn State did play with three linebackers but you know we had that conversation about the Sam linebacker and safety for the last two months uh, and then you know kind of similar coverages and we'll get to that at the end but here are a couple more examples of maybe where things differ from what I've seen on film I'll give you an example because it's 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 pretty easy to see it's pretty dramatic to see so he mentioned Nick Tarburton taking on pullers that is one type of offensive run blocking system that is either power or counter where you're pulling somebody and putting them uh, in position. Now there are some in zone where there's a puller and you got to take on that guy as the defensive end. What shoulder are you using? Are you trying to make the running back bounce inside or outside? That might be some differences of the technique, but against zone blocking, something that, that Brent Pry used very effectively was uh, to step back against the grain in a zone blocking, especially outside zone blocking, to then take advantage of the momentum of the offense. And let, let me, I'll try to paint a visual picture here. The goal of the, the zone blocking is to steal a gap on the defense, which we've talked about a bunch of times. What if instead of trying to beat them to the point on the front side, you take a half step backwards, you backfill into the gap coming across your face, and you just shoot up field? A game in particular that I remember with this is 2019 at Iowa. P.J. Musfer had a great game doing stuff like that, where you then just, instead of trying to beat them at their own game, you use their momentum against them, but that requires then the linebackers and, and or a safety to adjust on the front side, and if you're giving them that gap, somebody has to be in that gap. Now, the, the guy at that time was Mike Parsons, so that's pretty good. You could do that. Um, with Manny Diaz, what I've seen a little bit more of is aggressively using linebackers to chase to the side of the field where Brent Pry typically uh, the, the Mike linebacker, the will linebacker were either in the A or the B gap traditionally kind of some of your basic alignment stuff of it's, it's not going to be terribly complicated. Now there was a lot of run stunting. You could get a lot of good formations and they were pretty good at getting guys to the ball. But Manny Diaz, I've seen him get a lot of free runs to the running back where you have the defensive line doing one thing or another to gum up the interior 
and then you're allowing those uh, those maybe your defensive end crashes down into an interior gap, and then you have your run your linebackers running over top. The speed guys using speed, and the power guys using power. So that would be something different where traditionally you just have the defensive end set the edge of the pocket. And these are the, some of the terminologies, some of the structural differences that might be look the same, act different. Who's your edge setter? Who's playing contain? How are you doing these things? And on top of that, there's coverage as well. So to that point right there, Manny Diaz, what sort of coverages does he believe in? On film, I've said this before, I see him do more aggressive things when it comes to single coverage, playing either press man or one-on-one -on -one coverage in the secondary. It's a little more complicated than that, but there is a bit of that. When I asked him uh, last week, what do you believe in? What is it that you think is important as far as coverage and what you think your strengths are as a play caller? You have to have the ability to do more than one thing, right? Um, but in, in college ball, you've got to play some man coverage. It's just part of the, the show now. Um, but you can't play everything all the time. No coverage stops everything. If you want to know my, my philosophy, the best coverage is pass rush. And that's been a big point we've been trying to make throughout camp, trying to get our sack numbers up, our tackle for loss numbers up, and our disruption numbers up. So um, you got to be able to mix coverages because every coverage has an inherent stress. So there's a time and place for everything. What I'm trying to do right now throughout the spring is learn what our guys do best. And then we can build our package around what our guys do best. So there's there is truth to that. Uh, you can see as a defense coordinator over time, things change. What you did one year with the strengths of that player or that particular group of players may be different than what you've done previously. I mentioned having Micah Parsons gives you more options as a defensive play caller than if you don't. And if you have a Jaquan Brisker and a Jair Brown, you might be able to call more aggressive coverages, which Brent Pry did last season, than you would otherwise now the thing he said in the middle there that's very important is if you want to know what i believe in coverage i believe in pass rush that is absolutely the case with manny diaz is when you look at the way he uses the front four when he has good pass rushers a lot of things sing for the defense if he's able to dial up interesting new coverages he's able to do a lot of different um disguising on the back end uh, and, and I've tried not to dip too much into the Miami film and give you this is what you're going to see at Penn State because, as we just said, different group of players, you can design a different defense around their strengths. But one comparison is last season, Manny Diaz did not have the Jalen Phillips and Greg Rousseau Miami defensive line. They did not have pass rushers, and things changed. Going into 2022, what does Penn State need? They need edge pressure. Edge pressure is, is probably the area we, we have to improve. Um, you know, Deese is the one guy that flashes consistently. There's other guys. You know, you see Smith Milburn obviously had three sacks in the bowl game, but but it needs to be more consistent. Um, Tar Burton is kind of a guy who's going to wear people down and do it with, with effort uh, and do it with motor. Um, and his skills and his technique continue to grow. We, we probably need to continue to kind of grow his toolbox of moves on the perimeter. Um, but we need more consistent edge pressure. So between developing the guys we have and then 
obviously we're, we're, we're looking into the portal a little bit for that as well. Um, very similar to what we did with AK. You know, we got to find somebody that uh, can come in and help us you know, with edge pressure and, and affecting the quarterback. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's very important because pressure is where it starts for Manny Diaz as far as what I can see. And he said it himself. You got to get pressure on the quarterback. One of the things you cannot do, as he stated, is every defense has its inherent stresses because when you have 53 and a third of a field and you have the the drastic switches in the ability to create space because of the the hash marks there's no there's no defense that's perfect in the NFL there's no defense that's perfect when you've got more narrow hashes everything has a stress and the point is don't let the quarterback find it make him throw the ball before he's ready that is that is ultimately the goal of marrying the two and having good coverage that can take advantage of such things and can hold up if they don't get there. But you have to get there at some point. You can't just play keep away forever. So uh, when it comes to the installation of the defense, we're going to pause one second on that thought and we're going to go to Curtis Jacobs because he's going to be an important part of this conversation going forward. How is it transitioning into this new defense and what are they trying to do to make all of this work early i would say everyone on the field has pretty much a play calling objective because we we like to talk we like to communicate as a defense so and that's been really important for us so i feel like that some of the stuff changes could be a problem but as long as we're all locked in and like i said we get all the mistakes out in here so that's been really important for us so curtis jacobs is going to be a very important player in this in this defense as the will because we talked about running to the to the football being athletic to the sideline, he might be filling the C gap instead of the B gap this year. So to do that, focus on athleticism, sideline to sideline speed, part of his strengths anyway, but I think it fits really well into Manny Diaz's defense. And you saw all of the linebackers got a little bit lighter, not a lot, but a little bit, focusing, I think, on agility, movement skills. And then, of course, that Mike linebacker has to be the kind of the center of the defense and uh, we're going to save that for later because that particular position is still up in the air. Talked a little bit about it on the BWI live show today, so we want to check that out. But we're talking about Curtis Jacobs here because the other part of that, of his position, going back to Brandon Smith, going back to Parsons, the Will linebacker is the playmaker guy who can also blitz. And Manny Diaz says that uh, Curtis Jacobs, he can do just about everything you want at the position. I think he's at home at Will. I think he's made for the spot. I think it uh, fits his athleticism. Um, he's an intelligent guy, uh, understands what's going on, can cover, can rush, uh, and can run. You know, so to me, when you're looking for what you want a will linebacker to be, he kind of ticks all those boxes. Okay, so now we've got the situation set up. Manny Diaz wants to get pressure, and he wants to play. I think the interesting wrinkles that James Franklin is talking about, some of the more complex coverages that he can disguise out of zone pressures or overloads and putting guys in the right spot to take advantage of a quick throw and getting your hands on the football, kind of predicting where the football's going to go. But you still need to get pressure. So James Franklin, 
in the portal. And this is something we talked about. I, I wrote about this at bluewhiteillustrated.com on Saturday, which is another reason you should sign up so you can get this information before it comes out on the daily, is that Penn State does not need a defensive end in the portal. As Franklin said earlier, they need edge pressure. So you don't need to bring in a guy that can stop the run and take on pullers like Nick Tarburton. You need a guy that can put pressure on the quarterback so you don't have to blitz. And that's the biggest difference last season that uh, between Manny Diaz in 2021 and the previous two seasons and kind of historically is he blitzed almost 50% of the time last season because he needs to get that pressure. Because, you know, you can't just let the quarterback stand back there. And that leads to empty zones and man coverage. So instead of looking at the coverage and saying, okay, what does Manny Diaz like to do? You look at the situation of he's blitzing his will linebacker all the time. He's blitzing his mic to try and get pressure. There's a six-man pressure here. Now, a couple of it, it's a read pressure, but they're still going after the quarterback. So... If Penn State can get a defensive end in the portal that can rush the passer or they can find somebody on the roster to step up this spring, then things are very different. You know, Manny Diaz is going to say, you know, we'll, we'll see what we do well and we'll build packages around that. If you can rush four, that's the ultimate goal because then you can use more players in coverage and give up less stress points. But... At a certain point, it doesn't matter if it's zone or man. If you're sending five and six guys, it turns into one-on-one -on -one because you can't just play to a spot on the field when there are empty spots. So Penn State getting pressure up front is very important to Manny Diaz's de defense, and I think you'll see, especially against the pass, it could be two different things. I could see two very different things for Manny Diaz next fall based on what he's able to do with the players up front. Now, the good news is, and you saw a couple of these guys on film, is Penn State gets very good interior pressure, at least the, the, the potential for it, with a lot of really aggressive, fast, strong three techniques. That's one reason that Zane Durant coming on this spring is very important because that pass rushing ability, again, it's about pressure on the quarterback. You don't have to always get it from the edge, it's just the most consistent pressure from the edge. But if you've got Zane Durant, Hakeem Beeman, I'd throw Jordan Vandenberg and Kaziah Izzard in there as guys that can press the pocket with either power or speed or quickness, that can help change the, the DNA of the defense. But either way, Penn State's going to have to find pressure. And if it's not from those guys up front, expect to see more of Curtis Jacobs more linebackers, maybe even some more safeties blitzing to try and get that pressure on the quarterback. And that is one thing Jonathan Sutherland talked about as well. When he described his position, he said more plays on the football, more opportunities to blitz. So I guess the, the, the thing we're going to say today is blitzing. That's that Manny Diaz blitz, at least this season, if Penn State uh, can find some horses up front, maybe that changes. But uh, that's my read of what James Franklin and Manny Diaz talked about this week when it comes to the defense, the needs, and the, the structure of what you're going to see next season. So expect aggressiveness, guys flying around, and maybe a little more chaos up front. It might look a little more chaotic, but it's by design. That'll do it today for the BWI Daily Edition. Did we miss something? Leave a comment about what you think Penn State is going to look like in 2022. And uh, stay tuned because coming up tomorrow, it's the recruiting show on the BWI Daily Edition. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. We'll talk to you then.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.